And I was like, I looked at my Bible and I was like, that, that was God. Like, that was God. Let's um, right now. Um, freestyle on the podcast. Yeah. In the dash while we go fast. Damn. Oh. They said, dear, why you been fast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that boy gulping. Are you nervous? You've been no. drinking water like crazy. You know, when you walk with the Lord, you're not always going to be comfortable. You know, he's going to shake some things up in your life because when you're comfortable, that means you're not leaning on him. We're cool. This podcast is for everyone. Yeah, really it's definitely for everyone. It's for the conversations. Yeah, and it's for the conversations. I don't know about them, but I'm not afraid to have those conversations as well. Mm-hmm. What's good, y'all boys? Evening. <laughs> Welcome to the Rule of Thirds podcast, the podcast where we discuss, you know, college lifestyle in general, faith, self-improvement, finances, and things of that nature. We're your hosts. I'm Jordan. I'm Charles. Say it again. Oh, I'm Charles. And I'm Dior. Okay, okay. So, you know, first episode of the podcast. Y'all boys excited? Indeed. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling great today. We had a lot Sky of first blue. episodes. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been a few first episodes. <laughs> it hasn't been a few first episodes. <laughs> okay, That's We have to, like, kind of thug it out because Charles don't got a mic. Yeah. He's not sanctioned right now. Hey, part of being in college is the ghetto lifestyle. Not everything's going to be perfect, but you got to keep pushing. Indeed. This is an example. Indeed. Am I holding your mic the whole time for you? <laughs> oh. Journey go interview. Uh, <laughs> trying to hand it to him. <laughs> nah, straight, straight. Right. J. Lou going to interview you too. If I just talk loud? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like remember how last time, like the very like very first one, we had like those mics yeah, on the thing, yeah, and Charles yeah. didn't get a mic. He just had to talk a lot as heck. He didn't want a mic. I was cooling. So, Indeed. How have y'all been? I've been well. How have you been? I've been cooling, chilling, just trying to get back, stay organized in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Blessed and highly favored for sure. That's good. So you know, let's get into these things. Get into the topic. So, well. Since I already kind of spoiled the first topic for Charles off camera, I'm going to go into this one. Um, y'all know, remember Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. You know how it got canceled? Like, it's not existing anymore, low-key. I want to stay up to date with the things, but I guess now I know. Yeah, it, it happened a minute ago. It happened a break ago, but I was like, I know, like, y'all, like, watch cartoons and shit. So, like. How far a minute ago? Uh, like, a few months ago. Actually, it might have been 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Because, like, his cancellation was, like, pretty... Yeah. Yeah. We're very late to the news, but I found it out, and I was like, dang, Cartoon Network canceled? That's, like, childhood. I was more of, like, a Disney Channel kid anyways. You look like a Disney Channel kid. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's crazy. So I was like, yeah. But, like, think about all the classics that, like, came out of Cartoon Network. When they lost the Cartoon Network, why did they cancel? Um, probably because of money reasons. They was just really showing like a whole bunch of reruns. Yeah, probably. Um, remember like that one show, My Jim Parker's a Monkey. My Jim Partner's a Monkey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough. That was a throwback though. That was a throwback. Codename Kids Back Door. (laughs) Codename Kids Back Door. You mean Codename Kids Next Door? I did not. Next door. Next door. (laughs) I did not have the luxury of, you know, cable, so I've missed out on a lot of these things. Let them know where you're from. Ocala. We got cable there. 
I just didn't have cable. You know, the had and Netflix and all that. The Air Cartoon Network in Jamaica. Stop playing. I know I'm. We had it, but we ain't having it. Oh, okay, okay. Because you know we were calling on Netflix and all that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I remember watching like Kodak Kids Next Door and things like that mm-hmm. at like other people's crib. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, no. I think we really only was watching like George Lopez show. That's the latest. That's my farthest memory back of cable. Mm. Nickelodeon. Nick. 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 Uh, uh, uh. All right. Would you would like to get in the first topic? Indeed. All right. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um. So, this one is about the Ron DeSantis legislation. I like to call it. Ooh. Ooh. You know, the one where it's like saying like how you can't talk about like slavery in a certain light, how you can't talk about things. And I was even talking to um the diversity and equity, um that one that is on campus, diversity, and they're saying like, club. huh. DEI, yeah, it's not even called DEI anymore. I think, it's I think they had, added to it. yeah, they had to change it. Yeah. So, yeah, they had to change it, and it's just like it's crazy because, like, what they were telling me from what I was like putting in, like, receiving, they was like saying, like, oh, we don't have much freedom to say certain things and like do certain things, but like the student body does. So it's like us as students can like do more than DEI which is actually kind of crazy like in terms of like diversity movement mm. it's very interesting I didn't even know like they banned like certain things they could say I really thought it was just like federal funding for like diversity equity inclusion plans no, I know they took away funding but oh cause they can't teach about it um mm-hmm. in schools mm-hmm. cause cause why uh because it makes well f- I think the main argument was it's like they can't talk about it in schools because it makes like the people that were the oppressors or that may Who look were the like oppressors, the oppressors, the people that may look like the oppressors, um, or would feel like some type of animosity towards them, guilt, or like just feel left out from the situation. I don't know what type of people look like the oppressors, do or um, they know who they are. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. But yeah, um, definitely in Florida, it's very interesting how the state is kind of heading. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of seems like we're taking steps back. But I do think certain things don't belong in education. Not that one. Mm-hmm. That one's okay. But yeah, um, the way the world is shifting is definitely interesting, especially in Florida, especially Ron DeSantis. You know, they say vote, but I didn't vote, you know. Did y'all you vote? No, I, I am. Oh, okay. I was just busy. I waited till the last day, you know. Voting is important. But honestly, I'll be thinking, you know, the vote really don't matter because I'm like, I am one vote. But when 10,000 or 100,000 people have that same mindset, then yeah, it matters. It yeah. yeah. Fire to Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel very mixed about Like, nah, I don't like the legislation at all. But it's just like. It is what it is. I feel like it can't really affect anything as of right now, but what they was even selling me, it's like looming over their heads. Mm. Like it hasn't like really directly made anything. So I feel like that's how everybody else feels about it. Maybe like looming. I don't know if y'all got family members outside of state, but they stay calling me and being like, do y'all see the craziness that's happening in your state? Like mm-hmm. what's going on over there? We hear like your governor is going crazy and mm-hmm. applying certain things to your school districts. And mm-hmm. it's crazy because other people in other states are looking at Florida like, what are y'all doing over there? Like, what's going on? 
We're not yeah. doing shit. I just, it's not, man. <laughs> it's, it's not. I just became it's desensitized to it, like any legislation. I don't really keep up with politics because um, it's just going to like put a bad spirit on your mind. Like I cannot change what's going on. I'm just going to have to live with it. But I guess that's a bad mindset too, because that, that's complacency. That's why people protest. That's why people riot. But I don't think rioting is right in a sense. But um, be the change that you want to see. Mm, say that louder. Be the change that you want to see. Mm. He tripping. If y'all don't know, like we can like at like a parking lot from here, so it's like it's like that's if you if see it's like people in Florida can't drive. Oh yeah, they can. <laughs> Miami, Miami specifically, yeah. bro. Tell me why. I was like making a right turn. This lady almost crashed into me when I was leaving the Target. And then like she was on her phone and just looking at me in the wrong. I was like, what? You're on your phone though. So like, am I really wrong if you're on your phone? No. That was like crazy. Mm. I should have popped the trunk on her, not gonna lie. Pop up the car. Indeed. Indeed. Emergency breaking off. Being one of those people that can't drive well. I stand for that lady. No, <laughs> no. If, if Ricky, when I find you, when I find you, Ricky. Nah, bruh. So much people was honking at me when I was driving this summer. Like, I'd be making bad decisions while driving. You make bad decisions? Yeah. Right, thank you for warning me. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is a green light, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm in my left lane. Can I really turn left on this? Oh my I don't gosh. know. I'll wait for that left arrow. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I'll just wait till the person honked behind me just to make sure so I don't make the wrong move. You can, that you man can. definitely honked at me and I I turned left. <laughs> you can go green. Yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. I just be trying to make sure. Amen. Better be cautious than to be. Yeah. I, I did turn into like. Ongoing traffic about two months ago. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I drive. Yeah. Oh, I drive like a female. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's ongoing traffic. Yeah, that is. It wasn't like on a main road, so oh, I just yeah. I just hurried up and like made a U turn on the right side. Oh, That's so hilarious. I feel like driving is like it's like instinct in a way. Like some people are like really good and some people are just really bad. But I know like with most things it takes practice, but like yeah. when first starting out, I feel like there's like some people that are just too good at driving then. Yeah. Like you've never been behind a wheel before. Like what's going on? I think the fundamentals that you learn when you first start driving mm-hmm. carries over forever. Yeah. I feel like it might be genetics too, like on the you way you so? drive. Yeah. Yeah. Or it might be genetic or like nature and nurture, maybe. I don't know. How you raised. Yeah. Like your dad's and mom are both bad drivers. Yeah, uh, my mom was a bad driver. Yeah, because <laughs> I I catch my as of lately when I first started driving, I used to drive like pretty speed limit light. I like used to abide to the speed limit like more, but like as of now, I drive like my dad. So mm. nah, I stay in that ten below the speed limit or ten above. Never. Nah, I'd be my like twenty over. I'd be like twenty over sometimes. <laughs> Okay. Forty over, maybe. Forty over is crazy. <laughs> forty over is crazy. Going eighty to forty is just insane. When people get tickets for that, I'd be like, bro, what were you thinking? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that is I crazy. feel like let me not decriminate myself, but I'm maybe going twenty. Incriminate, decriminate, incriminate myself. You're going eighty to forty. No, I'm going like. 60. 60. 60. 60 and the 40s valid. 60 and 60. 9 one <laughs> We got him. <laughs> we got him. We got someone.
Got to stay hydrated, indeed. Not for sure, for sure. Nah, but like, I don't know. I I enjoy driving, but like, if you told me to like take a road trip as of right now, I feel like I wouldn't be built for that. I feel like certain things as like a dude, like you have to be a certain age for. You feel what I'm saying? Because like, oh wait. I thought you were going to say something else. What? I thought you were going to say certain things as a dude you have to be built for. Oh. And I feel like doing long drives is mm-hmm. one of them. I I think that too. Built for? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like you and your girl going on a road trip. I can't. I don't, I don't think I could do you it. You got to drive more than half the time. Exactly. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> Bro. Passenger princess. Literally, like, having no car, but going out with, like, a female. Yeah. And... They want to like go out somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. I tell them I don't got a car. Mm-hmm. They got a car. Mm-hmm. When I step into that passenger seat, do I feel like a little feminine? Yes. <laughs> but you gotta own it. No, there's no owning it. You gotta just, own it. I don't got a car, bro. <laughs> I feel bad. Like he gets all cozy. I feel bad. I feel bad getting drove around, but I don't got no car, and females always got a car. Yeah. But it makes sense for a female to have a car over like a young male because you want your daughter to be safe, be safe on that road, that makes sense, yeah. and not have to rely on no no man. Nobody around. Around, walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need a female to buy me a car so I don't gotta get in their car for. Real. Hear I'm that? Be looking for a wife or a sugar mom. I think they could be both. Exactly. Like, what's wrong? Like, now I'm talking. Think we are talking. Think, think bigger. You know, when I was working in the summer, think bigger. These old white women were were complimenting me heavy, mm-hmm. and I told them straight up, I was like, I am looking for somebody to pay for my college. <laughs> Yo, and they was like, Now nah, we broke too. Ah, uh, crazy. If you out there watching, you know. <laughs> What are the ways? Uh, oh my God! What do you think are like <laughs> <laughs> topic switch real quick? Topic switch yeah. indeed. Not like what in terms of like in terms of like short term goals, like something you want to achieve and it would be cool to have right now. What do you think y'all would want to achieve in life? Just anything. Oh, short term goals. Just anything. Just random. Um, I want to be. I don't know. Somebody else. Uh, short term goal. I would say like. What it feels like to earn more than twenty thousand in a year? Because mm. mm. you know, okay. when you're in college, like most kids, that's, are, that's the bar. That's yeah, the bar. bar. Like most kids aren't making more than twenty thousand in a year. Yeah. We don't know what that tastes like. Mm. So I want to see what that tastes like. I know there's gonna be payments that are gonna come, of course, with mm-hmm. earning more money. Yeah. But mm. Just seeing what that tastes like, and once you hit it, there's no going back. Indeed. Short term goal, um, buying my own car and seeing my business start to pick up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very short, short term goals. I feel like I could achieve that in the next couple of months. Jay Lu, even Shachi. though I am unemployed right now, but you know, so when you walk I mean, with the Lord, freelance, mm-hmm. freelance, yeah, when you walk with the Lord. Don't just disc- switch in an instant. True. Don't discredit. You don't know what your life looks like in three months. Ooh, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Leaning on faith. But short term goals for you, we'll get to lean on faith right after this. Yeah, yeah might as well. Short term goal for me. Um survival. I don't know. I've been really I've been re- survival. I've been really content. Like I feel like way too content. 
You feel what I'm saying? Not Do you com- feel comfortable? Uh, not complacent, but it's like very content. So it's like I don't feel the need to have things anymore. It's okay, really weird. your lifestyle, like where you are in life? Mm-hmm. No, just comfortable as in like I can like build more and it's like so content. It's like I'm very, I think the best word is grateful. Okay. Mm, the best word okay. is just grateful. You don't need any more. Yeah, that I have right, right now. now. It would be nice to have more, but you're not desperate for more. Yeah, it's, I'm just super grateful. Mm-hmm. God is good. That's why you need to lean on faith. Good transition. Uh, so segmenting into leaning on faith or leaning on the Lord. <laughs> that boy gulping. Are you nervous? You've been no. drinking water like crazy, gang. I'm just, I'm just always thirsty, fam. Like, I'm just dehydrated as a nigga. I don't know what to tell you. Good to stay hydrated. That boy thirsty. Okay, bro. Okay, nothing bro. could quench his thirst. Okay, bro. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, me, so. I love that word, quench. Quench. <laughs> it's not used often enough. Only Gatorade. Why do you think quench should be used more? I don't know. It's just like we use quench for drinks. Why can't I quench a destination? Yeah, this guy's tripping. <laughs> He's tripping. <laughs> Quench means to like satisfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna satisfy a destination. Oh, true. That makes no sense. All right, moving on. Next <laughs> Leading on faith. Leading on faith. Leading on such faith. a crazy deviation. <laughs> so, you know, this is a safe place. We're transparent here. I believe it is a safe place. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? For us mm-hmm. and for y'all as well. Indeed. So, Hopefully. since this is a safe place, within like the last month per se, or any time within your whole summer. Like, what's been the most recent or the most impactful time where you had to, like, lean on the Lord? You know, don't put your business out there, mm-hmm. per se, but, you know, give a good story on where you really had to lean on faith and lean with the Lord. Uh, I'll give a little story about, uh, I'm an RA on campus, so as a resident assistant, uh, you don't get to choose which building you go to to work at, which could be a struggle for some people. Um, I fortunately had the chance to work with freshmen my first year as an RA, and I was very excited about that, very happy, because um, you get to build a culture, a sense of community. But after a year freshman, you're ready to bounce. Maybe <laughs> some people for a summer, you're already tired, you're ready to dip. Yeah. So after a year of freshman, I was like, okay, that was a good experience. I'm getting older, I'm about to graduate. It's time for me to work with older people, because that's what I'm going to work with when I graduate anyways. And... When they came to selection time, the process for which building I was going to be in, they were like, oh, Charles, like, for sure, you're not going to be in a freshman building anymore. Uh, You're not going to be there. Like, don't even worry about it. Don't stress it. I ended up in the freshman building again. The same exact building, actually. And I was talking with God for real because I was like, God, like, am I meant to be here? Like, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to have to. Because when you work with freshmen, it's like you work 24-7. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't get a break. These kids are always in need of something. Mm-hmm. Either it's attention or advice or something. So I was like, God, like, what am I doing? Like, do you want me to work with these freshmen again? Like, is this really your calling? But like, I really don't want to. And I was just in a tough spot, man. And I was just really just leaning on him to let me know, like, this is where I need you to be. And uh, even though it'll make you uncomfortable, it'll make you stronger. Uh, I just kept praying about it, praying about it. And then an opportunity came where one of the higher ups was like, Charles, I don't know how there's this little opportunity, but you might have a chance to not be here. And I was like, how? Like, 
she was like some of uh, somebody quit from this one specific building and it's the building that you're currently working at in summer which I got moved to another place for summer but I was like there's no way like this is like impossible she was like yeah she's like I thought it was impossible but it seems like something was able to work out and I was like I looked at my Bible and I was like that, that was God like that was God but yeah that's that's my testimony okay yeah that's real because you got to a point where you just like kind of like submitted mm-hmm. to you like all right you know this isn't what i want but this might be what god has for me yeah stop fighting it and then yeah so like once you submit you rely or you then become patient you know you don't know what's next for you you don't know why you're there again don't know why just gotta trust yeah but you trusted and your situation ended up changing so you yeah. know just it was a little trial to see like how i would go about it like would i be okay with the lord letting me stay in the freshman building Mm-hmm. Or am I going to just go without his say and not pray to him or worry about what he has in mind for me? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years in a freshman building, especially as a senior, is crazy. So, that been wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. You want to go next or me? You know, I wasn't really thinking about one, but I could give one. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, speaking of this same job, you know, ah. I feel like I should get into it, though. All right, we should just tell him, like, we were all hard. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we were all RAs yeah. at one point. We were at one point, but then I got fired. Dang, I did get fired though. <laughs> but what's it called? Um, going throughout the process, they called us to a meeting, and you could kind of feel like the tension, like that people was gonna get fired. But it's cool though, because um, that's the spot where I was getting closer in my faith with the Lord and realizing certain things happen for a reason and. You know, if I'm called to a place, I'm going to be there. But if I'm not called to it, the Lord's going to remove things from my life. Mm-hmm. And so when I got closer with the Lord, I could see things that were moving from my life. He's going to remove things from his life so he can bring you closer to him. So he's kind of like going to put you in isolation in a sense. Because um, I was very comfortable in that job. Mm-hmm. When we was first recording um, the podcast and Everglades way back, I was saying, you know, I feel very like content. Yeah. Where I'm at content with this job because it like allows me to be here and not really pay for college. Mm-hmm. Um, but me being comfortable, you know, when you walk with the Lord, you're not always going to be comfortable. You know, he's going to shake some things up in your life because when you're comfortable, that means you're not leaning on him. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to cause you to lean on him. So um, I ended up getting fired from the job, but I was never I never like really fought it because I kind of felt peace in it. And, you know. When things are removed from your life, you would think um, you would get like angry. You think you would get mad. Think you get sad. But when I went into that room, like when they was telling me I was getting fired, I thought I was gonna go in there with like a different mindset. I was gonna try to fight it. I was gonna try to fight for my position. I had certain things to say, but they just like the words didn't flow out of me, and I didn't feel like a need for them to like come out of me. So I was just really at peace with it because I believe like the Lord did remove me from that position. Um, I guess it necessarily wasn't the best work environment based on how the things went down towards the end of me um, getting fired. But I don't know exactly why um, the Lord removed it from my life fully. But I feel like there's going to be an opportunity that comes within this next year where that job would have conflicted with the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when the Lord removes things from your life, you might not see why just yet, but you just got to trust and lean on him. So, you know, I'm still leaning on him and I don't know what's next. I'm currently unemployed. But guess what you got to do? You just got to lean on him. 
lean on the Lord and everything in your life, and it would all come to pass. You know, it all be good. Nah, I don't think. I don't think y'all know how crazy what he just said is. Like, he had peace in getting fired from a job that literally provides almost everything for you: yeah. meal plan, free housing. We know the cost of living in Miami is crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally have no real worries after that. Like, people, and they pay you as well um, every two weeks as well, stipend. Mm-hmm. So he had peace in knowing that he was getting fired. If he didn't have God. Through that process, he probably would have been thinking like crazy, crazy, like exactly. what's going, what's wrong with me? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, am I the problem? But he's just like, no, like God has a plan. And yeah. like, when you know that God has a plan for you, it gives you peace in those hard times. So that's just that, that's that's inspirational. For and me. not only that, um, this is also a testament to how strong my nigga Jordan is too. <laughs> nah, how strong my nigga Jordan is too. Like we, nah, we didn't have to give this man his coins because, like, for real. Remember when we called him and we was on the phone with him? Bro wasn't even upset. Bro, like, bro was just talking about God the whole time, and it's just a testament of how like strong Jordan is as a person with his faith and with his walking faith. So I always got to give you my coins, my dog. Didn't oh. talk bad about his. Didn't talk bad. Didn't talk bad. Yeah, he was really chilling. He was just like, you know. And you know what's even the crazy part? You know what's even the best part about it? Jordan was a great RA. He was a, one yo, of the best. One of the best RA. One of the like, best. If you ask anybody, if you like, ask people, they know who Jordan <laughs> is. Yeah, they, 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 exactly. Which makes it even more crazy. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Bro, literally got groceries for his residence. Let's be. We're not gonna talk about international student. Hey, crazy. Man. I just be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um we was talking about like one of the spiritual gifts being faith. Mm-hmm. I think I might have that because mm-hmm. you know I be having a strong faith, but I just be not knowing where it come from. Mm-hmm. So you know, you it don't just know about spiritual gifts. Tap into First Corinthians, Corinthians 12. twelve. Yeah, me and Charles was reading that the other day. We need to get Charles a mic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro has no instinct to hold the mic. <laughs> he doesn't. He has no instinct. We need I'm to sorry, get. No, it's okay though. So we had just took a real low break, intermission, like two seconds. Like definitely tripping him. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Dior, oh my, now it's your time for you, like your little testimony of you leaning off faith, testimony. and how it came to pass for you. Testimony of me leaning off faith. You had two people going before you, so you know. Yeah, I, I didn't really think about it that much either. <laughs> I was just like thinking about like how strong Georgia was. I was like, yeah. I was like, damn, that nigga really did what he did. Um, lean on faith. I guess like ever since I like came to America, it's just been a bunch of leaning on faith. It's really just because you know I've been like believing in God for a very long time, probably since I mean since I was born because my mom teaches me about God, and I never really had like. You know how people like have that atheist phase, you know, be like, oh, I don't believe in God. I probably had that when I was like 13 for like two months. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm kind of tripping like because this is real. And I've always felt his voice. I always felt his presence. And that's how I always like feel like consistent with it because it's just like that. So in terms of like it was real, like yeah. a lot of people don't believe because they don't because feel they it. don't feel it. They don't. But feel you're it. not going to feel it if you don't no. first believe. believe. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you have faith. You have to have faith for to understand to like feel his presence, to feel his voice. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like when he directs me to certain points of life, mm-hmm. but nobody's gonna feel that if you're not seeking it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the one thing that was really good about how I was raised, my mom did not associate God with the church. 
it was God then the church. You that's feel what I'm saying? And I think that's nobody's really raised like that. Exactly. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, my my mom was always like, it's God then the church. It's yeah. never like it's never that the church is not that deep. Church is not gonna get you to heaven. Yeah, church is not gonna <laughs> church is not gonna read your Bible for you. Church is not gonna da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of those church kids end up mm-hmm. growing resentment exactly. to the God because they of tied. how they were taught raising up what the church means. Yeah, they were tied to the church and I've never been tied to the church. Yeah, and, and I'm I, so grateful for that because that's gonna be pushing people away from God and God's exactly. like, I ain't do nothing to you. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, the church be hurting people. Um, mm-hmm. when I was talking about that club meeting I went to, like the mm-hmm. Adventist club, there was mm-hmm. the um pastor there. She was talking about how she wanted to start an online group for people that have trauma from the church. Mm-hmm. It's very oh, interesting, wow. and I've mm-hmm. never heard anything wow. like that before. Wow. Trauma from the church. Yeah, trauma they got a church. shirt that says, "Well, not her, but there's this brand that has a shirt." Um, that says sorry if the church hurts you and it's kind of mm. tough but i've never been hurt by the church but so many people um i know personally like from my church have been hurt from it yeah. mm. um like my sister everybody you know people just being super judgmental when judgmental. um yeah you're not supposed to judge each other mm. i guess at some points in there the bible like mm. does say god calls you to judge righteously but that's but god I would, yeah i will never judge anybody that's god judging that's not you you are mm. not god i feel like god puts a standard and Indeed. it's our job to hold to the standard, mm-hmm. not for us to judge people based on what they choose to do. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's in their different walks in life. Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. in their different there's walks. like a certain there's certain group of Christians that are kind of cringy mm-hmm. that um that try to make everybody live the, like their way. Mm-hmm. That try to make everybody like so set in stone. Like they're kind of like living like Old Testament way. But, you know, in the New Testament, God gives certain people convictions. Mm-hmm. Like, God's relationship with certain people is kind of subjective. Isn't mm-hmm. His relationship with me is not going to be the same relationship mm-hmm. with Dior. Exactly. I'm going to get different convictions than Dior is going to get certain convictions. Mm-hmm. So it's all really subjective, and you can't force your personal beliefs onto somebody else. That's why like, when it comes to, like, evangelism or talking about the Lord, mm-hmm. I really used to be chilling with it. Like, I don't really try to, like, force my opinions onto other people. It's crazy because the testimony just came to me. <laughs> what? The testimony just came to me about oh, leaning mm, on faith. Perfect. Yeah. That boy, yeah. guy got his palm on his yeah. Yeah. It just came to me. It just came to me. In terms of like, like where I am right now, especially like, I guess where I say, what I mean by that, I mean like the people that I'm around. Um, when I first met Charles and Jordan, um, they weren't as faithful as they were now. But I'm not going to lie, ever since, like, we've been getting closer, it's like, God, I don't feel, I feel like God around me, like, every time someone's around me, it's like, they gravitate towards God, Mm -hmm. like, my friend Chris, like, he was gravitating towards God, too, when he was around me, and I was like, huh, I don't know if this is interesting, and I don't know if, like, this is, like, where I'm supposed to be, but it's like, I feel like God always puts me in the right places. Moses definitely because like when my talk with Jordan that one day like I felt like that was where I was we never to... talked about God before I didn't even know you was like faithful huh? yeah. like when we talked at the fair like yeah right after the fair. we was talking about God and like we never really talked about it before I didn't even know this man yeah was yeah. tapped in for real. yeah I was like I've always been like behind the closed door just just always within God with always making sure because I feel like people that are overt about it are not to say like are you overt because of your insecurity that you are not the same way behind closed doors 
Mm. That's my question about it. So it's just, yeah. So not to say anybody that's overt, you can be overt and still like have plenty strong faith behind closed door. But it's just like, I know a few people that are like that. But honestly, no judgment to them. You do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, I don't want to be flippy floppy in what I do. Yeah. I want to. Overt means, um, like, including. (laughs) (laughs) It means someone that acts differently, but outside of way the way so, they act yeah they wait act like, differently so behind around. closed doors yeah yeah oh that's that's big yeah. on your character yeah mm-hmm. yeah i tried to be as consistent and transparent as possible yeah, you, and i am you're not very perfect. authentic yeah i must say so i appreciate that i am not perfect you're very authentic also very authentic i must say so uh-huh. i must True. be fake no i'm kidding <laughs> all right so you know this has been the rule of thirds podcast indeed first episode you know officially hopefully indeed. hopefully 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 this get out there indeed uh, but yeah anything y'all gotta say closing out um keep god in your life mm. that's it indeed ain't no way better to end it <laughs> we catch y'all boys next week really ski oh. <laughs>